0: Patients that have had lymph node disruption through cancer treatment are the most at risk that we see. Lymph nodes are taken as part of surgery. Radiation can include lymph fields in which case those patients are at high risk of developing lymphedema over time. Patients who are obese have a higher risk of developing lymphedema. There has proven to be a direct correlation between lymphedema and weight gain or excessive weight gain. And then people who have chronic venous insufficiency, so legs that are not draining fluid normally overnight. We go to bed and our ankles are puffy, they're normal in the morning. Those patients over time, that can create a chronic situation and lymphedema can occur.
1: Life is complicated, but getting healthy doesn't have to be. Welcome to Enloe Health's podcast, Health Matters. I'm your host, Daniela Contreras. Listen to experts and everyday people share real stories and resources to improve the health and well-being of our communities. It is estimated that 10 million people in the United States and up to 250 million around the world live with lymphedema, according to the Lymphatic Education and Research Network. Lymphedema in cancer patients is one of the most prevalent, particularly among breast cancer survivors, with one in five experiencing this condition, according to the National Institutes of Health. Hello, everyone. I'm Daniela Contreras. I'm here with Endo Health's occupational therapist and lymphedema specialist, Karen Fleming, to talk about this condition. Thank you so much for being here today, Karen. Thank you for having me. So what is lymphedema? What's happening to the body?
0: So lymphedema is a medical term for swelling. Edema or swelling is very normal. But you have two vascular systems in your body, your cardiovascular system and your lymphatic system is the second vascular system, and it helps to regulate fluid levels.
1: Oh, wow. Very interesting. And what are the different types of
0: lymphedema? Like, What causes them? So there is two kinds of lymphedema, primary lymphedema, where a person is born with a lymphatic system that isn't functioning properly, or there is secondary lymphedema that occurs because something has interrupted normal lymphatic flow. Very commonly we see cancer patients who have had lymph nodes removed and that can cause lymphatic backup and swelling that doesn't go away normally. Or multiple trauma, immobility, people who have swollen legs, their vascular system then gets overwhelmed and that can become a lymphedema also. So that's secondary lymphedema.
1: Okay. And what are some of the symptoms other than swelling? So swelling is the most obvious, Mm
0: -hmm. but before swelling becomes obvious, Patients that we see can complain of heaviness, discomfort, tightness in their skin, shininess. Everybody has a different sense of it. Some people feel it right away. There's just a sense of discomfort in a limb. Mm -hmm. That would be the the main complaint that we hear, discomfort and heaviness.
1: Who is most at risk to develop lymphedema? Patients that have
0: had lymph node disruption through cancer treatment are the most at risk that we see. Lymph nodes are taken as part of surgery. Radiation can include lymph feels, in which case those patients are at high risk of developing lymphedema over time. Patients who are obese have a higher risk of developing lymphedema. There has proven to be a direct correlation between lymphedema and weight gain or excessive weight gain. And then people who have chronic venous insufficiency, so legs that aren't draining fluid normally overnight. We go to bed and our ankles are puffy, they're normal in the morning. Those patients over time, that can create a chronic situation and lymphedema can occur.
1: Oh, wow. Are there any telltale signs that people might be experiencing that tells them like they need to seek help? I think that if a person has
0: already been through treatment and they know their lymph system has been affected, Mm -hmm. it is wise to get at least a screen or an evaluation so we can get baseline information and teach a person how to prevent lymphedema. Telltale signs, again, heaviness, discomforts. Ankles that swell and that swelling doesn't go away when you go to bed at night. Those are all telltale signs that perhaps your lymphatic system is overwhelmed.
1: Wow, very interesting. Is there, I understand there's different stages of lymphedema. Can you explain us sure. what these are?
0: Sure. There are four stages of lymphedema. Latent lymphedema is a person who has no signs or symptoms, but they do have a lymphatic system that's been interrupted in some way. So they're not feeling any symptoms, but they know there is a risk of it developing. And then stage one is where you have swelling that goes away with elevation or mild exercise, those kinds of things, all the way up to stage three, where you have hard, heavy, tree trunk-like heaviness and tightness in your skin. Because with stage three lymphedema, there are skin changes and there is a hardness that occurs in the tissue that wouldn't be normal.
1: Oh, wow. So three stages.
0: Four total, latent, and then one, two, and three. Yeah, two is kind of a middle ground. Not as bad as that hard skin change. The swelling doesn't go away. It's continuing to creep up and build in a person's limb.
1: Wow. And can you tell us a little bit about the treatment options
0: for people with lymphedema? Sure. We have four main basic areas that we cover for lymphedema. Your lymphatic system requires exercise and good skin care for it to function properly. Your lymphatic vessels are right under your skin. And so just everyday movement, cleanliness, and moisturizer is a good idea to get everything moving. And then we, t- we do manual lymphatic drainage massage in the clinic, and we teach people to do it for themselves. You can manually manipulate your lymphatic system just by stretching the skin. And then we talk about compression also, because your skin, if your body is not functioning properly, it's, the skin is going to stretch and allow fluid to build up. So we can put compression on the skin and prevent it from stretching excessively. And so the fluid can be controlled and minimized.
1: Would you recommend lymphatic drainage massages even for people who are not experiencing this condition?
0: Do you know it's actually a great thing to do? You know, we all swell and sometimes we are injured in some way and your body is going to swell when it's injured. So if we can keep that fluid moving, that's a healthy thing to do. And it's very simple to learn how to do it.
1: Wow, that's great. For people who do have lymphedema, can this condition be cured? It is not a
0: condition that can be cured, but we can definitely minimize the risk and the symptoms that people experience through the interventions that I've mentioned. Mm-hmm. There is new interventions being researched all the time. There are surgical interventions and pharmacological interventions that are being worked on. At this point, there is no definitive cure, no. But it's
1: something that can be managed and live with. Absolutely. The majority
0: of people we see are people that are, are at risk of developing lymphedema, and we're teaching them how to prevent it.
1: Well, and speaking of prevention, is there a way to prevent developing this condition in the first place? The knowing about your lymphatic system
0: is the primary thing. If you know what it is and how it functions and what your day-to-day activities affect on it is, that's the primary. But then through exercise, skin care, compression, and manual lymphatic drainage massage, you can definitely promote a healthy lymphatic system and prevent the symptoms, yes.
1: Very nice. And I've heard about cellulite and... Is this related to lymphedema at all? Cellulitis is
0: an infection of the skin, and it's absolutely related to lymphedema. When you have fluid building up under your skin, it is a nice, warm, moist environment for bacteria to grow. And so by controlling your symptoms of lymphedema or even edema, regular swelling, you can definitely reduce the incidence of cellulitis. And cellulitis very often requires people have an inpatient stay for IV antibiotics. So if you can, yes, you can wear compression socks and have good management of your edema, then yes, you can reduce that risk greatly.
1: Wow, so it's not something just that's aesthetic, like it actually? Oh, absolutely.
0: Yes, if you have uncontrolled swelling, you are at risk for cellulitis, you are at risk for skin breakdown, and it's uncomfortable. So it's aesthetically better and it's definitely healthier.
1: Wow, so interesting. Can you tell us a little bit about the resources at Enloe Health to help people who are experiencing this condition?
0: We're really lucky at Enloe Health. We have a dedicated lymphedema clinic. We have three full-time lymphedema specialists. We're all certified in lymphedema management, and we're all occupational therapists. So we see only patients who have lymphedema or other kinds of chronic swelling and help them with their prevention of the condition, managing symptoms, and limiting the symptoms that we've talked about, cellulitis, skin breakdown, and progression of the conditions. So I believe we are the only dedicated lymphedema clinic north of Sacramento. Wow. There is a very small clinic in Redding, so we're very well, very well supported by Analo Health. We're very lucky.
1: Oh, well, so glad to hear that we have you guys here. We're glad to be here. <laughs> is there anything else that you would like to add that I didn't ask you? There is some exciting things happening in the lymphedema world. We
0: have, Enlo Health has purchased a bioimpedance spectroscopy tool, which is a mouthful and hard to say, (laughs) but it's called a SOZO. And it is a tool that by putting light waves through limbs, which is absolutely non-invasive, not painful in any way, but we can detect lymphedema that's brewing before it actually has any signs or symptoms. So we've had several women who have gone through breast cancer treatment, have had lymph nodes removed. They're not aware of any changes, but this tool can pick up the changes and we can reverse the effects of lymphedema once we catch them early enough. So that's been wonderful. And also in January, Medicare is going to start paying for compression garments. So we're not quite sure what that looks like yet, but we're excited because that's a huge need in our population that's going to be met for the first time.
1: Wow. So that's two great pieces of news. Yes.
0: Yes. We're excited.
1: Well, thank you so much for being here today, Karen. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you all for tuning in. If you'd like to listen to more Health Matters conversations, visit www.enlo.org podcast. If you have a story you would like to share, let us know. Email us at healthmatters Let us know your thoughts about our podcast and what you want us to explore. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to Health Matters. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, give us a thumbs up or share it with someone who might benefit from the information. Health Matters is a production of Enlo Health.